I'm John White, and you're watching SEMA. SEMA stands for Spooky to Ask Me Anything, where an expert talks about the chosen subject of expertise. Last week, I covered three different ways that Spooky 2 can apply frequencies to your body. I covered contact, remote, and plasma. This week, I'm going to be covering coil, or pulsed EMF, and Spooky Cold Laser. Spooky Coil is a wonderful way of applying frequencies to your body. It's a gentle way. The pulsed EMF coil is a low power frequency source. It can be used for pain management, reduce inflammation, sleep disorders, frequency entrainment, depression, and anxiety. It's wonderful for bone healing and much more. There's a longer list on our website if you wish to take a look at the things that the coil is good for. Uh, another question, what are the differences between using the pulsed EMF coil with Spooky Central and with the Spooky 2 XM generator? Well, Spooky coil can be used for uh, used with both Spooky Central and directly direct connection onto the generator. You can see we have this adapter cable, so it can go straight into a, an output or onto our Spooky piece, which is our recommended way of connecting the coil to the generator. Um, if you use the Spooky Central, the power is applied in a different way. Although the average power is roughly the same, it's, it gives very sharp pulses of magnetic fields. Whereas if you connect this onto the generator, it's much more gentle. Spooky Central, the frequency is a fixed 100 hertz. And so there's no facility of setting the frequency or setting the waveform. It's really designed to run in conjunction with the other uh, modalities of Spooky Central, such as the laser, uh, such as the plasma. When you connect this to the generator, you can choose different waveforms, different frequencies, and so it's probably a more flexible way of using this uh, speaking coil. Okay, another question. Is it okay to use two pulsed EMF coils at the same time? Absolutely. It's a way of reducing the treatment time. If you have two generators, you can have both coils running at full power. And so you can treat a larger area. So it is recommended that it certainly can be done. Can I use the cold laser and pulsed EMF coil at the same time in one generator? Yes, you can. The, there are some things to watch out for, though. The cold laser, which I'll be covering very shortly, requires a setting which is important to have, which is the negative 100% offset. Um, it sounds a little bit technical, but don't worry, it's all covered in the presets for the laser, uh, uh, for the um, cold laser. But the coil can be used on the second output of the spooky generator. And so it'll be running the same frequency as the cold laser, but it will be at reduced power because it won't be using a spooky boost. And of course, you can't use Spooky Boost with Spooky Cold Laser. There's too much power and the laser just doesn't like it. 
how long and how often can I use the Pulse GMF coil? Is there a limit? Spooky has no limits. And actually the same applies for the Spooky coil. You can use it as long as you like. Um, most treatment sessions will be for around 30 minutes, but it's more of a convenience factor. Many people use it overnight. They slip it under their uh, a mattress, well not the mattress, but the bed covering so it's more comfortable. And they can apply the healing frequencies in that way. And so that's an eight-hour session. There's no harm in treating yourself even longer because the magnetic field is not very strong when it's being driven by the generator. Now as fate would have it, we've got helicopters going overhead. This is broadcast live from Nanjing in China. It's sunny Nanjing. We're, we're cruising into summer now. It's been a good winter. It hasn't been too cold. It snowed at one time. It snowed quite heavily. Since then we've had a little bit of a little bit of downfall of snow, but it was, it was not much at all. So we've had a very mild winter. All right, we've got audio back again. Um, so I was just stating before that the coil can be used for extended periods of time without any harm, without any concerns whatsoever. Can I imprint frequencies to water by pulsed EMF coil? Yes, you can. In fact, this is why there's a hole in the middle. This hole was put there so people can put little vials of water inside. The idea is you put this down on the table, put the vial inside the hole, and you run the frequencies. The, um, if, the, if you want to do a larger amount of water, put the coil there and you put the cup or the, whole, the water vessel on top of the coil. And that works equally well. Then you just connect this to the generator and run the, pre the frequencies that you wish to imprint in the water. Now I'll now cover some details for cold lasers. The cold laser, we have two main models. This is our cold laser wrist. It's a beautiful little unit. It's got five times five milliwatt lasers on the underside. And the unit straps to the inside of your wrist. It's quite clever. The, it treats the blood that's passing around your carpal tunnel area. You've got some blood vessels close to your skin surface. The laser directs its light directly into the blood from there. The other model of cold laser that we have is our twin 7 milliwatt lasers, cold lasers. And these are very convenient to use in many other areas, such as your nasal passages, your ear canal, and your navel. You've got a major artery just at that point there. And it's a good way of treating blood using this. These have a very good protective cover that you slide over the top. Uh, good insofar as when these covers are on, you can put it in places where you wouldn't want the cold laser to be uh, contaminated with germs. 
you might have a flu, for example, and you still, you've got a runny nose, and you want to put these up your nose. You don't want to be doing that without the covers on. And so you put the covers on, slip these up your nose, and you provide, give yourself your treatment, which could be, say, 30 minutes or so. And after your treatments, you can just slide these covers off, wash them in warm, soapy water, let them dry thoroughly, and they're ready for use next time. So that's what those two units look like. Now with anything with lasers, even though they're not high power laser, the laser light is diffuse, we do recommend that you use protective eyewear when you use these accessories. And we supply these super cool glasses as a gift when you buy these spooky cold laser products. Look how cool you look when you wear them. I won't keep them on because I won't be able to read the questions. Okay, the questions for the cold lasers that we have so far. How do cold lasers work? Well, cells, when they are unwell, they are low in energy. What cold lasers do, they invigorate the cells. They give them energy so they can uh, fight back against the disease. It helps boost the immune system. Um, they also accelerate cellular reproduction and growth. Uh, blood flow is increased. Now this is important because quite often chronic conditions can be a result of poor blood flow. Blood needs to supply oxygen, nutrients, as well as the all-important killer T cells. And so the cold laser helps in that regard. Um, the um, cold laser is a healing modality. It increases the healing enzymes around the area where the cold laser is shining. If you cut yourself, the cold laser shining on the cut will accelerate healing. The circulation of the lymphatics is improved as well when you use the cold laser. Now, Generally, cold laser can be thought of as a general, as a gentle way of stimulating the body so it can heal itself. It's a very gentle, gentle method of applying healing frequencies. Another question. How long should I use cold laser products per time? And how many times should I use it per day? Well, that's a good question. A lot of studies have been taking place they found that the ideal time to apply laser to exposed skin was around 30 minutes, beyond which time they found that the improvements, if any, weren't significant. And so we generally recommend our users to use spooky cold laser for 30 minutes at the most. You can go for longer, you can go for longer, but there's no benefit, but there's certainly no harm. Can I use cold lasers instead of hand cylinders? Well, you can, but you'll be using them for different ailments. Hand cylinders are a very strong way of putting frequencies into your body. Cold lasers are gentle. Hand cylinders directly 
apply um, a killing frequency in many instances, whereas the spooky cold laser helps the body heal itself by stimulating the immune system. And so it's using a different way to get you better, a different method. But they can both work hand in hand. You can be using your hand cylinders whilst you're also using your spooky cold laser. You can have your spooky cold laser perhaps in your ears, so you don't need to hold on to them, whilst you're holding on to your hand cylinders. And so you're having both at the same time. You can have two generators each running the hand cylinders and the cold laser. And so it's also decreasing the treatment time. Can I use spooky cold laser wrist with frequencies to kill certain bacteria? You can, but if you're using frequencies as in a program with spooky cold laser, you rely on the emitted photons from the laser light to induce movement in cells and the strength of the photons, the energy, is not as strong as if you use a method such as plasma or direct contact mode. And so, uh, yes you can do, but the effects won't be so profound. The laser light itself is 650 nanometers in wavelength. That's a very, very small wavelength. And it's very well suited for the frequencies which are required to kill bacteria. And so you can use the laser without any frequencies whatsoever and still get a healing effect from it. The research papers which have been submitted indicate that a slow pulse of spooky cold laser is more effective than continuous on application. And experiments have still been taking place as to the effectiveness of the higher frequencies such as the frequencies that are within the programs of Spooky 2. Another question, and it's a good one. Why can't Spooky Cold Laser be used over any suspicious cancer spots or over the thyroid gland? Now, previously I touched lightly on the fact that Spooky Cold Laser is a healing device. It stimulates. And the very last thing you want to do is to stimulate the growth of a cancer cell. And so this is why we don't recommend you use spooky cold laser over a suspicious spot which may be cancerous. With regards to the thyroid, the thyroid is like the king of glands. It coordinates virtually all the other glands in your body and it does this using hormones. Now, if you overstimulate the thyroid gland, the careful balance between your glands will be disturbed, and so there may be some adverse effects. It won't be life-threatening, but we always say to treat yourself on the side of caution, so certainly don't use it directly over your thyroid gland. Is eye protection required during laser treatment? Well, yes it is, and I've shown you this already. Yours for free when you buy a Spooky 2 cold laser product. They're great glasses too. If you want to impress your girlfriend, 
that's all you've got to do. <laughs> it didn't work for me, but maybe it'll work for you. How can I use spooky cold laser wrist with a generator? Well, this is our spooky cold laser wrist. You open up the strap. You strap it around your wrist. You have it so that the spooky cold laser is on the underside of your wrist, where the blood vessels are. The other side of the spooky cold laser wrist, it's got this little 3.5 millimeter adapt um, socket, a plug. We've got this adapter which it plugs into. You plug it straight into your Spooky 2XM generator. Don't use your boost because it will kill it. Use it you're directly onto output number one or output number two. And then you just select the programs you want to run and you run them. You choose the Spooky 2 cold laser preset. That sets all the outputs to the correct parameters for the laser. So you select the preset. It doesn't contain any programs. So you then select the programs you wish to run. And then you run. You do have to be near the generator while you're running because you're restricted by the length of the cable. This is still coiled up, but it stretches out a bit so far and you can just sit down and relax. Many people fall asleep because you find that the laser has a calming effect on their body. What's the difference between this cold laser twin and the cold laser wrist? There's the difference there. <laughs> well, I guess what the question is really asking is, what are the differences in the way that they're being applied? Well, spooky wrist, it is a very nice unit. It's got a series of lasers here and a single laser here. For, it's really designed for ideal application of frequencies. <laughs> Here we go again. Normally this place is so peaceful and calm. I don't know why there's so much activity today. They must have heard that we're having a video and decided to have all their Air Force fly overhead. We have a larger treatment area underneath the cold laser wrist. So I can do the larger area under your wrist. But I can also do larger skin surface areas. So if you've got an area on your face you want to be treated, you can treat a larger area by just holding it next to your face or wherever you wish to apply the laser light to. The light from the cold laser twin is a more focused light. It does spread out, and so it's relatively safe. But nevertheless, it doesn't cover as large an area as the wrist unit. And so this is better for the little nooks and crannies in your body. You wouldn't use this on your ears. Well, I suppose you could. There's no such thing as couldn't. But it wouldn't be so convenient. But you can, I suppose. If you've got a problem on the external part of your ear, then this would be ideal because it's got the large treatment area. If you do have a, a cold laser twin and you do want to treat a larger area, just hold the laser a little bit further away or hold both together so you get the combined effect of both lasers. 
we hold them further away. And because the beam is dispersed, the light point where it touches the skin will be greater. And so that's really the differences between the two. Both of them use the same type of laser. These lasers are slightly more powerful than the ones in the wrist unit, but there's more lasers in the wrist. So overall, the wrist is a more powerful unit. What is the difference between cold laser and LED? That's a very good question because these work on 650 nanometers and LEDs can work on 650 nanometers as well. So why go to the extra expense of using laser? When we were first looking into this, we were asking ourselves the same question, but the difference is really quality and the effectiveness of the treatment. LEDs are not a coherent light. Coherent means everything working in unison. The light from a laser is fully coherent. It's a single wave coming out from the laser. It's a single wave, sorry, wave signal. If it's an LED, it's a, a whole plethora of frequencies, all the same wavelength, but it, they're not in tune with each other. And so the color's the same, and it looks the same, but the light is not coherent. And so you're not getting a, a regular frequency from an LED. Having said that, LEDs have got their producers, and we are looking into this. The, um, in many applications, it's not necessary to use coherent light. And if you don't use coherent light, it's safer to go higher power. And so this is why we're looking into laser products right at this moment. Can I use two cold lasers at the same time on one generator? Yes, you can. You connect one to output number one, one to output number two. You select a spooky two cold laser preset, select the programs you want to run, and then you run them and both lasers will run the same programs. Brian Yamamoto has written a program to allow the generator to combine two programs and run them simultaneously in one generator. I recommend you visit our forum and find more details on that. What is the best way of modifying the frequencies for out to for the cold laser set? The preset that comes in Spooky 2 for cold laser does this for you. It makes the frequencies work in the optimum band. So it doesn't matter what frequencies you choose, what programs you run, the preset will take care of everything. And so it makes life quite a bit easier. Another question, can spooky cold laser be used on feet if you have a pacemaker? Yes, it can. Spooky to cold laser can be used because it's a safe way of applying the frequencies. It, is not, it doesn't interfere with embedded electronics within your body. 
and so it won't interfere with the pacemaker or any other implants that you may have. Also, your feet are quite a distance from your pacemaker, so you're, you're doubly safer. <laughs> Can I use cold laser to heal dental problems? And which one is better for use, if it is good? Well, yes it is. Cold laser is actually ideal because uh, most dental issues are with your gums or surrounding tissues and they're very responsive to the light from the laser. And so the way that I would suggest it is done as you put these wonderful covers over the spooky two cold laser twin and you put them into your mouth and then you try and talk <laughs> and the the light you don't you shine it directly over your gum or your problem area and it's very direct it doesn't have to go through skin and so it's not a diffused light. It goes directly over your gums or whatever, and it, um, it does its healing magic. Some people have asked, can we use this spooky cold laser wrist for our gums? Well, you can. You can open your mouth and shine it inside. And because it's got more lasers, there will be more energy going into your mouth. So I guess the stimulation, the healing stimulation will be, will be greater. But there's the inconvenience of it being so large. And so I guess most people would have difficulty filling it inside. If you have it on the side of your face and you wish to treat inside your mouth for a dental issue, the laser has to go through the skin your subcutaneous fat and your mucous membranes before it reaches the gums and so the strength of the laser is going to be reduced and so it's probably not the best way of, of using the spooky cold laser but it is another way if you want to experiment maybe if you do find success using it that method you can write in and this note but I don't think it'll be very successful Can you use cold laser to imprint frequencies into water? Yes, well you can and it's actually very good. I've really touched on the spooky coil and how they can be used for imprinting frequencies into water. You can also use cold laser. Possibly the best way would be using the wrist because of the fact it's so large. You can have a small glass of water and you can put this over the top of the water. And so you've got the benefit of five cold lasers all working together with coherent light placed over the top. Now, cold laser is a very good way of applying frequencies to water. It's actually better than the coil, I've been told, where it can take only something like 10 seconds for the fast frequencies, the high frequencies. If you want to put lower frequencies into water, you choose the treatment time of perhaps an hour for the very low frequencies. Now for viewers who aren't familiar with imprinting frequencies into water, the idea is you treat the water and then, and then you drink a small part of the water. And 
that's a convenient way of applying the frequencies directly into your body internally. So yes, laser can be used for imprinting frequencies and it can be done so very efficiently. Oh, absolutely. Um, sure. The the um, spooky cold laser and the spooky coil can both be used on homeopathic pill blanks. It's um, once once the uh, once the frequencies have been imprinted, you can keep these inside a fridge, but you mustn't freeze them, but you keep them in a cool, dark place, and they'll hold their frequencies. Okay, continuing onwards. The next question is, almost fully been answered, what is the best way to imprint frequencies into water? Well, I've, I've answered that, but um, what I haven't really covered is the fact that many people are shining the cold laser through the glass into the water and we feel that many glasses tend to filter out the beneficial frequencies. Quartz glass, glasses which contain lead, they will certainly filter out many of these beneficial frequencies and so we recommend you shine the light directly into the water from the top. This viewer has asked, I think I have mold in my lungs. Would spooky cold laser work for me? If you have mold in your lungs, spooky cold laser will not be able to help you. The light from the cold laser can at the very best penetrate two centimeters into your body. At that depth, the signal will be very weak. If you're blessed with a darker skin than myself, then the penetration will be reduced depth. And so your lungs are quite deep into your body, no, it won't be able to help. Even if you shine the laser down into your esophagus directly, I don't believe it will be of any benefit. If you've got mold in your lungs, you could either use contact mode, using hand cylinders or your solver gloves or even better, use plasma. I say even better because the lungs are mostly cavity space and contact mode will not travel through air and the mold spores may be floating around inside your lungs and so contact mode won't be getting those. If you use plasma, plasma will get all the um, mold in your lungs. Another alternative is remote, which will get all the mould that's inside your lungs. And of course, remote is a very convenient method of doing so because you can just set the system up and just forget about it. Is it possible to run molecular weight frequencies or base pair frequencies with a laser? Well, the single word answer is yes, but I need to explain more. 
some people have said to me, what's happened to, what's happened to the presets for the molecular weight and the base pair frequency sets in the latest release of Spooky 2? Well, the molecular weight and base pair frequencies are just that. They're frequencies. They're no different from any of the other programs in our database. And so we didn't see there was a need to give them any special treatment, and so they were removed. If you use the preset that comes with the Spooky Cold Laser or for the Spooky Cold Laser units, that will take care of all the frequencies, all the programs you want to use with your cold laser unit. And so let's use that preset and everything will be taken care of. Okay, well those are the two general sets of questions that have been asked. I see some other questions have come rolling in. I, I really like it when you ask the frequencies. You know, before these talks, they always get quite nervous because in real life, I'm not much of a talker. I go through a day and maybe utter a couple of sentences and that's it. Here I'm standing in front of a camera, microphone, friends who you can't see. And I've got to try and fill in an hour or so of words and it's just something I'm not good at. But when you ask questions that ask specific details, my passion is for giving people knowledge to empower people. And so it's my natural nature to give good answers. And so it's a good way of filling in the hour. A viewer, Chris, asks, yes, I finished this set. I've, yeah, cold laser. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be easy, but. Um, I had some, I've just been told there's some more questions come flowing in for cold laser. Okay. One from our beloved core team member, David Burke. He's asking, can you show us how to add the wrist extension strap? We've got the strap just outside, so we'll get a strap, David, and answer this question shortly. A question from Robert. Privatera. Hi Robert, you're asking, can cold laser be used intermittently with treating metastatic cancer using the plasma tube on Spooky Central? Well Robert, we don't recommend you use cold laser with cancer uh, because it's a stimulating energy. There comes the, um, the Air Force again. And so no, um, I recommend you don't use your squeaky cold laser if you've got metastatic cancer. Do you want to put this onto the unit? Oh, okay. And so, no, don't use squeaky cold laser with cancer. Remember the two things you've got to be careful of, um, cancer and your thyroid. You don't want to be stimulating either of those. David, we're back, and our beautiful Echo Lee has brought me this extension strap. Now the extension strap helps people use spooky cold laser in areas which are larger than your wrist, such as your leg, your ankle. As it is at the moment, 
that's the largest treatment diameter that you can use with the strap that comes with the yeah. Now this is unrehearsed, so if your question's caught me on the hop. Let's see if I can wing it. Okay, so these have all got Velcro straps. And so that's being held in there. And so now you've got a larger diameter that you can place the spooky cold laser wrist. And so all of a sudden you've made yourself spooky cold laser leg. <laughs> so you strap it around there and you've got spooky cold laser leg. Or probably more appropriately, you've got it around your neck. You set it up so you, you have it around your neck, not too tight. You don't want to have a tourniquet around your neck. You, it's nice to be able to breathe, or 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 um, or stop your blood flow. And then you can treat your major art vessels, which are flowing either side of your neck here. But be careful because your thyroid is there as well. So just just be careful. But if you don't want to treat larger diameter surface areas. If you're blessed with a small waist, I guess you could use it around your waist. Because a very good place to apply laser light is your navel. And it's kind of ridiculous when you first think about it because you think, well, there's nothing there. But there actually is. There's a major uh, uh, blood vessel directly under there. And so if you can put laser light right inside your navel, it's treating, it's supplying blood to a very fast, large blood vessel that feeds your major organs in your body. And so that's actually a very good place to apply your laser light. Joe Strotham. Hi, Joe. You're asking me, do you know how deep the laser penetrates the skin? Well, there's no definite answer because it depends how dark you are. Because I've got very light skin, it goes about two centimeters into my skin. But the lucky people that have got a natural tan, their penetration will be less. They might go down to one centimetre or even less than that. And so there's no fixed depth that laser light can penetrate. Kevin Peer. Hi, Kevin. Good to, um, good to have a question from you. You're asking me, hello, John. Well, the cold laser covers diminish the intensity of the laser. Well, Kevin, they will a little bit. These are silicon and they're translucent, they're not fully transparent. And so they'll will they will attenuate or reduce the intensity of the light, but then the reduction is very low. Because the laser light is quite is a coherent light and it's quite focused at one point where it's leaving the laser. It isn't going through much substrate or material when it exits these covers. And so there will be an attenuation, but it won't be much. It will be something in the order of 5 or 7% attenuation. And so you will lose 5 to 7% of the energy coming out from the laser unit. So not much at all. And it certainly prevents any particles obstructing your the holes in the laser if you put this into your ear or your nose. So that's a very good question. Thank you, Kevin. 
Oh, it hasn't finished. You've asked another question. How long can the cold laser be used for in the treatment? Cold laser hasn't got a maximum treatment time, Kevin. You can use it indefinitely because they're five milliwatts. If these units were like 100 milliwatts, then yes, you can get into issues with overheating. If you have the laser too close to your skin with these powerful units, you can damage your skin. But these units, they don't have a focusing lens, and so the light is a gentle dispersion, and so there won't be any heating of the tissue. There are cold laser, low energy, um, they're also called LLLT, low level laser therapy. And they can be used for very long periods of time. But the, the benefits of using it for long periods of time won't be there. After 30 minutes in peer-reviewed research papers, they found there wasn't any benefit in having extended periods of time. So even they think quite often longer is better, more is better. It's not quite often the case, and certainly not the case here. And they actually did find that it's better if you do have, say, a treatment session of 30 minutes, to have a pulse on, off, on, off, even just a one second on, one second off. So it's a one, oh, there'll be a um, half hertz, but it's even it's a one hertz signal will improve the, the effectiveness of the treatment. So even though it's getting less light overall, the benefits are greater. And they're still trying to find out why. Hey. From Lionel Levy, hi Lionel, you're asking me, could we use two cold lasers at the same time? Yes you can, I think I've answered that before, one on output number one, one on output number two, use the cold laser preset that comes in Spooky 2 and then you can treat a larger treatment area. In fact if you use two of the uh, cold laser wrists you could get quite a large treatment area, this, this treatment area is quite broad and you have the other one next to it so that, that could be a good idea and actually you, you continue one in the nose and the other handle I guess you're asking can it be used in conjunction with handheld cylinders and yes you can you can use these in your nose and you can use handheld cylinders. They won't interfere with each other because they're galvanically isolated. They won't short out like I was talking about in the last summer session with the two generators being used for contact mode, which we don't recommend. In fact, using the Spooky 2 cold laser is an excellent way of applying detox frequencies and stimulate healing whilst you're using your contact mode. And so, yes, I'd say that rather than can it be used, I'd say it would be recommended to be used simultaneously. You've got to sit down anyway for using your contact mode treatment. So while you're sitting down, you might as well have as many wires connected to you as possible. <laughs> Get as much done as possible. Can we use cold laser for killing mode or healing mode? This is another thing which we're we've given lots of thought to and um, made some decisions. We used to differentiate program sets in 
within the Spooky Two program, which sets we healing, killing, which ones we're healing. When you think about it, most of the killing frequencies were actually healing frequencies. You've got to kill something to become better. And so there's a gray area between what is killing, what is healing. And so um, really what I think you're asking is can cold lasers kill bacteria and also stimulate healing? Well, they can do. And that's what they do. They do kill bacteria, but they're not as powerful as killing bacteria as, say, contact mode or plasma. It's a gentle, gentle killing, if, you, if there is such a phrase. Um, but what they do very well is stimulate the body's natural healing processes. And so healing takes effect, killing takes effect. And it does so, does this through a different different method. It allows the body to do the the um, the killing better. <laughs> um, Echo was just saying that there's an army installation here. We are quite close to some military base. But for some reason, they're quite active today. Um, and they brought out all their noisy helicopters. Another question. Could, it use, could we use, wow, Lionel, all these questions are from you. OK, Lionel, could we use cold laser for burns? For instance, if I burn my hand in hot water? Absolutely, because cold lasers predominantly healing. And so it's stimulating healing of your body. You want to get blood flow to the burn area so that the um, the body can heal itself. And so absolutely, yes, that's probably the best thing you can do for, for burns, using spooky cold laser. It won't irritate because it's a cold laser. It won't make the burn area warm. And it'll um, improve the lymphatic flow to the burn area as well. Could I use cold laser for knee pain? Yes, cold laser is wonderful for joints. We'd recommend the wrist unit because of the fact that it's more lasers in the smaller area. And you place it over your joint and it stimulates the natural healing of your joint. It reduces inflammation, which is also great because quite often joint pain is due to inflammation. And so it's highly recommended. Now, one thing I haven't really told you about is the carpal tunnel treatments. This, as well as treating blood, is fantastic for treating carpal tunnel syndrome. Many people have said to us that they've managed to avoid surgery after using spooky cold laser. And so it's, um, it's, it's a wonderful alternative to use. Many people after they have surgery for carpal tunnel syndrome experience weakness in their grip. They can't hold on to things as tightly as before. And so of course, you know, that's one reason, but also surgery must be always avoided if possible by by um, more gentle ways. You know? And healing is always better than cutting and and, um, and burning. And so if you can 
use this over your carpal tunnel area to heal yourself and alleviate the need for surgery, then that's fantastic. And so, yes, use that for that. Can we use cold laser to run molecular drug programs? Yes. Um, I know, Lionel, you wrote these questions before I'd finished the other questions, but yes, molecular weight programs or the base pair programs, they're frequencies. Frequencies are frequencies. There's different rates. The programs of those two databases tend to be very high frequencies, but they're just basically a waveform. And so there's no difference between those and the slower frequencies. And the Spooky2 cold laser preset will reduce the high, high frequencies to a frequency that's better suited to the cold laser unit. And the final question you asked is, can we use cold laser for chakra? Yes, you can. And there's a very interesting thing which I've seen firsthand where this healer used spooky cold laser to eliminate a sensitivity this person had to a pet. And they used muscle testing to provide the feedback. And they're using it on the chakra points. And um, it, it, it really amazed me because it was basically so simple to do. And you didn't need anything special. He used something similar to the twin laser because the wrist laser was too large. And they shot it over the chakra points and the pineals. And the allergy for pet was eliminated. It, it really surprised me. And um, I guess, you know, we're all doing, we're all living life, with it, which is basically a, a lesson, <laughs> you know, a, a massive learning curve. And I certainly went on a learning curve at that time when I was serving him what, what he, he could do. So yes, you can use cold laser for chakra points and other, other points. We do recommend it, actually, because it's been proven to work and proven to work very effectively. Okay, um, any other questions? <laughs> okay. Charlotte Garland, what a lovely name. Hi Charlotte. You've asked me, would cold laser be helpful for hypertension? Cold lasers are good for relaxing. It's good for stress. Um, so yes. Um, cold lasers will be useful for hypertension. There, I believe there's posts on the forum which cover um, how to apply it for hypertension, but if not, there are papers I've read elsewhere. You can use cold laser. For hypertension, you can also use the coil. Um, you'd use it directly connected onto a generator because the coil can apply slow frequencies, frequencies of entrainment, so it can calm your body and get your body synchronized again. And so possibly to answer your question, yes it can, but the coil may be better. 
you can slip the coil under your pillow and treat your brain area. It's very gentle as well. You can run the solfeggio frequencies, which are the natural earth frequencies. And you can run them overnight and they'll help you sleep and um, make, you know, make you much more calm. Why Han Chia? I hope you've, I've pronounced your surname correctly. Hi, why? You've asked a question. When we imprint frequencies with a cold laser into water, can we, can we repeat sequence to our desired number of times? Is there any difference in the imprinted water efficacy? I don't actually like the word. I always use the word efficiency. <laughs> when we imprint frequencies with a cold laser more than once, okay, um, is there, uh, you can repeat a sequence a number of times, but we don't recommend you do so. We recommend that you select a program. You can run a, a certain frequency for a long period of time. I've mentioned before that these slow frequencies need to be treat, you know, need longer treatment into the water. If you're running a low frequency like 7.83 hertz, you may need to treat for a day even at that low frequency to imprint the frequency into the water. And so you, if you had that slow frequency as well as several higher frequencies, you can just put them into one program set, run them, and then at the end of the day, you'll have those frequencies embedded into the water. There's no benefit in having repeat sequences because the water retains the frequencies anyway. And so um, it will be better in, in my mind to do one frequency, stick to the next, do them in the series, and then you know you've got them all in there. The water will retain them, then you drink the water or you apply the water, and you'll be applying the frequencies that have been put into the water. So there wouldn't be any benefit. Okay, I did. I'm being asked whether I've answered all the questions on the positive left coil. Which ones need to be? Uh, I've done my job properly. <laughs> I was asked whether I've answered all the questions for the coil. Well, I think I have. As we have further interviews, we'll be improving the way that we set things up. We've got a better room now. We will, we're hoping to have a, an iPad with freshness streaming to the iPad, so it's more fluid. So there's um, a reduced amount of this. This is a question from Bev Wright. Hi Bev. You've asked me, can the coil imprint the molecular weight and BD frequencies? There's BP, but the base pair frequencies. Is it better to imprint from the central or the generator? Okay Bev, um, the coil can be used to imprint any frequencies into water. Researchers have gone into gigahertz 
range of frequencies, which is way beyond what Spooky 2 does. And so there's no restriction on the frequency that's applied to the water. And the coil can be used to apply, to imprint the frequencies that are in the database for the molecular weight in the base pair frequencies. You've also asked, is it better to imprint from the central or the generator? It is better to imprint from the generator. The reason, Bev, is this. Several people have used the Spooky Central for frequency imprinting, and specifically they've used the plasma. Now, plasma is a broad-spectrum transmission device. You can put a, a, a nice clean frequency in, into a plasma tube and what you get out is a smorgasbord of harmonics from that tube. When you imprint frequencies into water, generally the idea is to put known frequencies into water. If you're using your plasma, you're putting a whole lot of frequencies into the water. And so it may or may not be what you want to do. So most people would use the coil or the spooky cold laser to imprint, to imprint frequencies. Now, I'm always one to self-contradict myself because I think sometimes about the best answer and sometimes there is no best answer. Spooky Central is the most powerful tool you can use for the very, very serious conditions such as the very serious cancers. And so if you have, if you are currently treating yourself, <laughs> if you are currently treating yourself for a cancer with Spooky Central, it, it may be a wonderful idea to also have a vial of water nearby and treat that whilst you're treating yourself with the plasma tube. And then between sessions, you can drink that water. And so you're, you're, you're it's, we, Spooky is wonderful for experimentation and we get lots of feedback from people with wonderful ideas. And this may be an idea where you can treat yourself with the plasma during one session and then you can treat yourself between sessions with water that's been imprinted with the very exact same frequencies that you've applied because the water's had the same frequencies. And so I think I might just have proved myself wrong. But you know, I really do think that for the simple things, the coil will be better for applying the, um, for imprinting frequencies into water. Do we? Well, oh, don't, don't be sorry. <laughs> it keeps me talking. Susie Smith, I remember last week you gave some questions as well. It's nice to hear from you again, Susie. You're asking me the life expectancy of cold laser and twin lasers. Oh. Excuse me a moment. Oh, okay. This is one theory. Oh, I understand. Oh, I understand. 
Okay. Um, Susie, I'll come back to you just very, very soon. Uh, a question from David Burke again. Hi, David. Um, you were asking before about washing the silver impregnated fabrics that we use for our gloves, our socks, and our sleeves, our conductive sleeves. You are asking me, can they be washed? And what are the instructions for washing? They can be washed. They are to be hand washed. Because they contain silver, they, if they go through a machine, a washing machine will generally damage the fabric and reduce the conductivity. And so you wash them in warm, mildly soapy water. It's best not to use a harsh detergent because silver is quite a reactive metal. We recommend you use something mild, like a very gentle, um, you can either use a, a baby powder because they don't contain harsh chemicals or you can use, you can make water gently soft or uh, foamy by using a hand soap. Pretty much what you do is you wash your hands and wash it and rinse in, in this water and that makes the water slightly soapy. It's best not to use harsh chemicals at all because it's going to reduce the life and reduce the effectiveness of the silver fabric. So you wash them gently, hand wash them, you don't rinse them like this, you pat them down into the water. They'll, they'll clean quite easily because they shouldn't get too dirty. Generally they're not designed to be worn under, you know, inside boots or outdoors. Uh, and so you wash them gently and then you don't spin dry them, you let them drip dry. You don't rinse them by twisting them because that will damage the silver threads that are inside the fabric. But you can gently shake them up and down and you drip dry them. When you hang them up, you don't fold them tightly and put a clothes peg on them. You drape them over something and you put them in a warm, dry area. Don't put them into a dryer. So those are the instructions of washing the silver conductive gloves, socks and sleeves. Susie, back to your question. The life expectancy of the cold laser and twin laser. The life expectancy is in the thousands of hours. Lasers are generally specified in the order of around 20,000 hours of running time. What happens is the brightness of the, the, the intensity of the laser will reduce. They won't suddenly stop working, but they'll reduce. In common circles, technical circuits, there's a minus 3 dB point which is a fancy way of saying when the power is halved. And the minus 3D point, which is when the light intensity, the lumen intensity of the laser is halved, is around 20,000 hours. It also depends a lot, Susie, on how the laser light is driven. The spooky uh, XM generator drives these lasers at a reasonable power close to their maximum power and so it will be around 20,000 hours where the light intensity will be dropping quite significantly. The, it depends on what, what sort of signal you're putting into the lasers. 
if you're pulsing them on and off, the duration time choose is only for the on time. So you'll extend the time. If it's a 50% duty cycle, you'd expect the lifetime of the laser to be doubled because it's only on for half the time. Okay. Elizabeth Knight. Hi, Elizabeth. You're asking me, photobiomodulation is using five cold lasers, one inside the nose, three across the hairline on the forehead, and one on the occupant. It is great for all brain diseases like Alzheimer's, traumatic uh, brain injury, etc. Can Spooky 2 cold laser reach the brain through the nose? The brain is encased in bone, Elizabeth, so it will not shine directly into the laser, uh, into the brain. But people successfully treat brain conditions by using spooky cold laser through the ear, which is very, very close to the brain and is believed to directly go to the brain, whether it's through the nerve stimulation, I'm not sure. But people generally use the ears for treating the brain. The nose is also very close to the brain, but it's not, again, directly into the brain. The, um, the skull is quite a, quite a um, barrier for light to travel past. There's um, treatment methods that you might be familiar with the uh, NDS. Um, non-linear diagnostic machines which are made which diagnose people by directly linking into the person's brain using biofeedback and they do this through generally headphones which use infrared light to detect changes within your ear and so the ear is probably the closest you get to the brain for treating using cold laser and you've given some useful information um, when they're doing treatment for these conditions. You're stating that the frequency is 10 hertz and the wavelength is 630 nanometers. Uh, now, it's an interesting point actually that this is bringing up. Uh, certainly, you know, the preset and the generator can supply a 10 hertz signal to the laser. But you're saying about the wavelength is 630 nanometers. I've really stated that the wavelength for our cold lasers is 650 nanometers. The wavelength, when, when people say our laser is 630 nanometers, the tolerance of the wavelength is quite often something like 10%. And so if you actually measure the wavelength of a 630 nanometer laser, you may find that it's, it's actually 650 or 620. The most common wavelength for red lasers is 650, and there are suppliers that state there are uh, there's are 630, but tests have shown that they're actually 650. And, um, and you know, be it as it may, that for a laser to be truly 630 nanometers, it would have to be a very high tolerance laser. And those lasers are generally laboratory grade and they're very, very expensive units. There's no known real benefits between 
and differentiation between 630 and 650 nanometers. And so we decided to use 650 nanometer lasers. And we were honest about it. We don't say the 630, even though many of the ones that we supply will be 630 because of the tolerances. But there's also no real benefit between the 20 nanometers span of 630 and 650. More questions? Hold lasers. Quite often when I do these question answers, I lose track of time. In the first one I thought, well gosh, this is only going to take about 10 minutes to do it. I was over time by about 10 or 20 minutes. Thomas Gerson. Hi Thomas, I hope I said your surname correctly. Do you know of cases of use of Cole's laser for hair regrowth simulation? And are they effective? I haven't used it myself, Thomas, but cold lasers are a stimulation. And so people clinics do use cold laser for hair stimulation and they use red laser as well, which is um, possibly thought of as being one of the ideal colours to use. What happens is the blood is stimulated um, to the area. With greater blood flow you get more nutrition supplied to the hair follicles and then they grow. Um, a very profitable industry has developed <laughs> using basically cold lasers, which is these. They build these into helmets which you put onto your head as well. And so it's quite a few of these built in. A lot of American units use very powerful lasers and they really get your head cooking. I'm not sure that that'd be so good because there's no real benefit in providing too much power if you're not wanting to kill something. You certainly don't want to kill your hair follicles. And so um, they are good for using for use for hair simulation. Are they effective? Yes, they are effective. But if you're blessed like myself with parent or the father who is, you know, balding from an early age, I don't know whether it would be of much benefit. But it will certainly help. And you need to do as much I guess as possible, <laughs> even if the odds are stacked against you. Kevin Peer. Hi Kevin, another question from you. Yes, hi John, another question. Can cold laser promote the growth of fibroids and endometriosis? Oh, I can't get this right. Endometriosis. It makes sense that it could if it is I'm tired. You know Kevin, I had about three hours sleep last night and fewer the night before, so sorry if I'm not saying the words correctly. Con contraindicated for cancer. Um, I, yes it is, it will promote the growth of fibroids and so in that instance you wouldn't want to use them for that. Um, they stimulate blood flow and so you don't want to um, have extra nutrients where you have fibroids and so yes you wouldn't want to use them in that situation. You can't use cold laser where growth or um, ex, you know, excessive or extra oxygen 
isn't to be supplied. And so, for instance, you know, you've said fibroids, I've already said cancer for your lymphatic glands. For anything, you wouldn't want to apply cold laser anywhere where you don't want growth and simulation. Okay. Why harm cheer? Hello again, why? You asked me the question, John, I'm interested to imprint the um, cannabidoidal CBD frequency into, I assume, water. It's a um, custom frequency set. Um, is this considered as a high frequency? You've given the frequency of 5,031 hertz. Uh, is it a high frequency? No. No, gosh, it's a low frequency. <laughs> no, it's not low, but it's, it's certainly not high. Um, okay, to give viewers an indication of what I consider low frequency, low frequency would be around something like um, 5 hertz, 7 hertz, 10 hertz range, even lower. That, that's low frequency. And those are, the, those are the frequencies you'd want to apply for you know, hours on end continuously to imprint into water. If you want to why apply 5 kilohertz, you could do that in half a minute using spooky cold laser. And I'd consider a high frequency maybe 200 kilohertz around that range to be a high frequency. Even 100 kilohertz is a high frequency. Spooky cold laser, if you apply megahertz range frequencies, the light intensity does reduce. And so, but, but there's no real benefit in applying the high frequencies. I did want to cover one thing. The, when you apply frequencies for killing, for example, using spooky cold laser, it's relying on the mass of the photon to apply the frequencies to the cell. But photons don't have much mass. And so this is why it's a gentle way of applying frequencies, but it's also why they're not amazing at killing things if you apply database frequencies. But remember, these lasers have in themselves the wavelength of the light. They're 650 nanometers. And that's ideal for directly killing things or stimulating. And so you don't need to apply frequencies to kill things using spooky cold laser. But again, the photon energy is low. It's only 5 milliwatts per laser. And so it's best suited for simulation and healing. Okay, and you've, um, you've just appended to your question. If yes, oh, sorry, you're asking, is it better to imprint with a pulse EMF coil? Well, no, it's a, you could use one or the other. At that frequency, you can use a spooky cold laser. Spooky cold laser is purported to be a better way of applying frequencies to water. So I'd be probably more inclined to use, at that frequency, spooky cold laser. But you can still use coil if you wish. Um, and um, you're saying um, if, if, um, if it's better to use a coil, should you always set the repeat sequence to one? I would say yes. Have it to one, apply one frequency fully, thoroughly, then move to the next frequency. So don't repeat several times. There's no need, and you certainly don't want to 
overwrite frequencies again and again. Do one frequency, move to the next frequency. John Andrew, you're asking me, if we are running a healing frequency on remote, can we use the output for laser out of the same generator? I'm thinking for a moment, John. There's two ways you can do this. Probably more. We don't recommend running more than one accessory on the same output of a generator. And so if you wish to use remote and laser at the same time, you'd want to use the remote on one output and the laser on the other. And so you'd set up Spooky 2 so that output number 2 is putting the same output frequency and signal as output number 1. The parameters will be different because you'd want to use possibly a, a different offset for the remote. Remember, our spooky cold laser requires a negative 100% offset, but this may not be desirable for your spooky remote. And so I would recommend that you load a spooky to uh, cold laser preset initially, and then you go into your settings tab of the spooky 2 software and you alter the output number two parameters on the top left-hand corner of the screen so that it will have a zero offset and possibly a reduced amplitude. You might want to use something like a five-volt amplitude in output number two because remote doesn't really need a very high amplitude. And then there have been no other changes necessary. The cold laser preset has already set output number two to run the same frequency as output number one. And so with that, with that preset modified, you run the generator and yes, you will um, be using the healing, same healing frequencies on both the remote and the cold laser. And you know, when you, when you think about it, it's actually quite a smart suggestion, John, because You've got otherwise an output doing nothing, and so you're being quite clever. You're thinking to yourself, well, can I use that unused output for to good use? And so, yes, that may be in the next manual, perhaps, as <laughs> a way to improve effective effectiveness of treatments. And so um, you can run healing frequencies simultaneously on both cold laser and on remote, and you do it by that way. Extending that idea, you can possibly use um, use the coil as well on the second output. But the coil is best run using Spooky Boost because it it's, gets greater power with the Spooky Boost. And um, Cold Laser doesn't use Spooky Boost. It's got to be run from a single output from the generator. And so there is that slight complication there. But maybe healing frequencies don't need extra power from the coil. Maybe it just needs a gentle magnetic field frequency coming out. In which instance, it's fine to connect to output number two and run the same signal from the one being applied to the cold laser. Are there any more questions? Yeah. Okay, we've got three more questions, because it's two plus one. 
Robert, Robert Privatera. Hi, Robert. You've asked a question. How about cold laser for treating tinnitus? Uh, sorry, not not um, <laughs> not um, fungal diseases or the toes. Tinnitus through the ear. That's actually one of the main uses of our spooky cold laser, and um, many people have had very good results from this. It's ideal using the spooky cold laser twin is actually one of the main purposes of these units and you don't need to really run a frequency set through them, you just can leave them pulsing on and off one second if you like. You just simply put the covers on, put them in your ear and treat yourself for 30 minutes. That's an ideal time. It depends a lot on what the causes of your tinnitus because quite often it's nerve damage, it can be structural damage within your ear, inside your inner ear. In those instances, in those instances um, it will be very effective. It can be due to a physical damage which has incurred through being exposed to extreme noise volume. If, it's, if that is the case and the damage was um, incurred recently, then it may be of benefit. But if it's chronic, it happened a long time ago, uh, you may get a benefit, but the benefit may be reduced. It's the same with anything, you know, if you hurt yourself, it's always best to get onto it straight away. If you cut yourself, it's best to immediately put the spooky cold laser over the cut area so you kill all the surface bacteria that may be there. You throw in some honey, my favourite, and then you throw a bandage on it, just hold all the yucky stuff together. It's best to always be proactive and, and try and treat problems as early as possible before problem, problems escalate to become more serious issues. Eric Armstrong, hi Eric, you've asked me, is it better to use, oh these, this is a contact mode, so is it better to use hand cylinders than TENS pads? the cancer protocol. Eric, it depends where the cancer is. There's no better or worse. It's really what is best suited for you. You may have a, 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 um, a problem holding on to hand cylinders for an extended period of time and perhaps the protocol is demand or you know requiring you to hold on for an hour to these hand cylinders, in which case tennis pads would be more suitable. The area, maybe you can go across the area more readily using tennis pads than using hand cylinders or any other sort of contact device. It really depends on where the cancer is and what is more suitable for you. If you want to do overnight treatments, for example, you, you certainly can't choose, you can't expect yourself to be holding on to hand cylinders for that time. It's true you can put hand cylinders under your body or strap them to yourself, but straps can become dislodged um, and it's dangerous to have a, a poor connection between your skin and your, and your electrode because you get hot areas and you can get skin damage. And so if it's for longer treatment sessions or overnight, 
tins pads or the silver fabric products will be better suited. And so there's no real right or wrong answer. If tins pads were better, we'd, we'd only be selling tins pads. We give the options because we know that people have got different situations. There's no better way, there's no right way. Mark Stefan, hello Mark. You've asked a question. We use colloidal silver to imprint. Is this recommended? Mark, I've had very little experience in frequency imprinting. I've got friends that are much more clever than myself. And so it's probably best if I ask these people and then reply back later, perhaps through email. As I understand, you can imprint any liquids. Most people use water because it's convenient and they use pure water because of the fact that it's more healing when you take it internally. Colloidal silver, I can't think of any reason why colloidal silver can't be used for frequency imprinting. The colloidal silver precept that comes within Spooky 2 is based on a research paper that found that there was actually an ideal frequency to create the silver and more than that, an ideal waveform to ensure that there's no buildup of sludge on the electrodes that are making the chloride solver. But um, that is really looking at the ideal way of creating chloride silver rather than imprinting a frequency for treatment. I guess you can modify the preset that comes within the Spooky2 software and apply different frequencies using the same waveform but I'm not sure whether the colloidal silver will be of the same quality because it's not the optimum frequency. But if the colloidal silver has already been made and whether you can subsequently apply frequencies using perhaps spooky cold laser, I don't see any reason why not. And so it's one of these, it might be one of these things where you can do two things at once, kill two birds with one stone. You're ingesting the colloidal silver, which has got its very strong antibacterial properties, and you're also ingesting, you know, you're using these frequencies internally. And so, is it recommended? I don't know at this stage, Mark, but um, I'll come back to you and let you know. I've got no idea of time. When I'm, when I'm sitting here, time is really time seems to fly. Uh, I'm, I've told, been told this is one last question. This is a question from Maggie Good. Hello Maggie, I, I hope I've um, pronounced your surname correctly. Um, can I treat cold laser to treat tendonitis in your ankle? Absolutely, it's ideal for treating tendonitis, uh, especially if it's a recent injury. Um, People have found that both low frequencies from the coil and a continuous frequency or pulse frequency from spooky cold laser, both of those are very good methods of allowing your body to stimulate healing, natural healing processes. The spooky cold laser reduces inflammation and swelling, which is a major 
um, major issue with tendinitis and can also, also slow down the body's healing processes. When your body breaks a bone or tears a tendon, what quite often happens is you've got, there'll be swelling at the point of injury. This is your, this is your body's natural way of immobilizing a joint or a movement area. And it, it can also prevent rapid healing because it tends to prevent, uh, restrict the blood flow to the area and the lymphatics which drains, drains the area. So um, speaking cold laser is ideal for tendinitis. It's listed as one of the, um, one of the injury types that's best suited to heal. No more questions? Well, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in and watching this, um, watching this uh, discussion. Um, if you'd like to be on this program and give me a break, <laughs> then please drop us a line, um, spooky2-ball.com, there's a um, contact email there, or, uh, there's other ways you can contact us, I haven't, I haven't got the um, email here. Um, please, you know, we would love to have people on here to explain the areas of expertise. It doesn't necessarily have to be spooky too. The idea of the program is actually not for self-promotion. The, the ideal is just to give our viewers information. So you can walk away and think, yeah, hey, that's, that's, that's something I've learned, something I've got to try. Um, we don't, it's, it's nothing about sales, we want to learn ourselves more about acupuncture, we want to learn more about light therapy, we want to learn about many things and also our viewers will be wanting to know more as well. Now there's many people that may or may not realise it but they're actually, they're, they're experts in areas. Now the format of this programme allows them to talk uh, on the areas of expertise, so they don't have to feel, feel uncomfortable about talking about things that they don't feel comfortable about talking with. They may not feel happy with being just by themselves like how I have been in the last two talks, having a talk and then the question and answer time. Maybe they want to have someone sitting with them, but we've got a chair ready, ready for someone to ask uh, pre-arranged questions if they want to have the format that way. We're open to suggestion, but we'd love to have more people on this program, um, you know, discussing matters. We do it via Skype or some other methods. Oh, actually, no, well, it's, it's through teleconferencing, so you can do it through the comfort of your of your own home. Uh, we work around you, and so if, if you've got something to say, now's your opportunity. I'm inviting you to say it. So thanks once again for for um, watching this video. Um, I'm not as nervous this time as last time. Um, that's been a pleasure. So thank you very much. I look forward to, well, I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing the last talk. I'm told that this is my last one, but promises are promises. I would love to have more people on the show, more gifted people that know what they're talking about. So please drop us a line. Thank you so much. Goodbye.